Maybe what we consider to be true love is just a romanticized dressing covering the genuine nature of what we feel. If we could just endlessly love everyone, that would devalue the strength of the relationships we hold most dear. We simply can't. Humans are incapable of unconditional, endless love, and that is what makes the love we do hold for those we cherish so important. We prioritize and hold a select few in high regard, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it does lead us into an uncomfortable truth, that to care and connect is to establish a hierarchy and not give others as fair of a chance. There is only so much room in the human heart, so we must pick and choose those that we spend our times and lives with. It seems like a cynical thing to say, but from the perspective of someone exposed to the constant terrors of sweeping conflict, of the ramifications of a war-torn nation, it isn't hard to see why one would think this way, and you can't really fault this viewpoint without first having lived this horrific life. Just as we make constant decisions that force us to miss out on something to experience something else, just as we choose what to do with our time in the finite amount we have in this world, there is only a limited capacity for love in our hearts, and we cannot love unconditionally to everyone that we meet. We have this pecking order. We have random, entropic biases, along with logical ones built upon giving and taking, and exposure and experience. We don't like people because we're jealous, we're petty, we're hypocrites. We ignore the suffering of some while fawning over those we have chosen. It's unavoidable, because to feel love equally for everyone in the world is to feel pain for every single death or tragedy, coddling our perspective in a blank... Oh, Lord. Oh, we about to go ham and eggs this evening, this evening. One of my favorite people in the world has re-entered the cooking space, my kitchen... <laughs> Oh, Lord, Dr. Sunshine has returned. Shalonda Crawford, Ph.D., whoa. <laughs> get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. So. You already know. You already know. We are live on KBLA Talk 1580. This is the voice of reason. Monday through Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, where the deepest, most interesting relationship conversations are held and I've got to bring the heavy hitters in so I can sit back and absorb all the wisdom they come with. She don't like that. No. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Tonight's topic, I had to play that clip. I know it was kind of awkward. You heard the Japanese piece in there. I had to play it because the clip was talking about how love is based on discrimination. We discriminate in order to choose who we will love. Now, what was so heavy about it, I said, oh, this is, this, this is an intellectualization of how to love somebody in a toxic society. It used cynicism. We're going to be cynics. Not everybody is deserving of my love. 
Uh, you even heard the guy say humans are incapable of unconditional love. That is that is heavy. So it made me think of my topic tonight. Flaws and all. Everybody got flaws, right? Everybody got flaws. What is the price, right? You're willing to pay for a relationship with an honorable sinner. Somebody says, sinner, is this going to be religious? Not necessarily. Sinner, flawed. Someone who's got issues, but they're honorable. They have good intent. They just don't always act on their intent. Now, if you want to take that to a biblical space, the Bible says we're all born in sin. And I'm going to say, doing my research, because before I would be like, no, that's no, I'm not with that. But when you look up the word sin and you find out what it actually means. I say, well, wow, maybe the Bible was right. The word sin, as it appears in the Bible, comes from the Greek word hamartia. Hamartia. That's interesting. No, hamartia. H-A-M-A-R-T-I-A. Hamartia. Or the Hebrew word hata. Which both means to miss the mark or flawed. Ah! So the Bible got it right. Because everybody... That you meet is a work in progress. We are all whips. So everybody is flawed. That means everybody was born in sin. Wow. Heavy stuff. We've got questions. I want to hear your thoughts. Gosh, how much are you willing to pay to stay in a relationship with a work in progress? With somebody that's flawed. How do you deal with their insecurities? Agree or disagree? Mm. We often... This is this is a heavy question. We often think we need to hide our rough edges as if they guarantee rejection. But the opposite is usually true. Our flaws connect us. They make us more relatable and approachable. They give us common ground. Is that true or false? 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone lines. I want to know what you think. True or false? We're all wired for struggle. Oh, gosh. As Bryn Brown wrote, and most, a lot like Augustine Burroughs, entirely made of flaws, stitched together with good intentions. All of us are broken. I'm tired of people thinking they're better than their partner. The fact that you think you're better than your partner means you're flawed. Oh, gosh. Agree or disagree. If someone had been through what you've been through, they'd likely share the same flaws with you. 1-800-9-2015-80. Doctor, please help us. Tonight's topic's flawed and all. How do we cope with the flaws of our partner while at the same time either ignoring our own or trying to figure our flaws out, trying to reconcile and deal with out. How do we stay in relationship with that kind of push and pull? Man, (laughs) first of all, all that stuff 
to unpack yes. in your intro. Yes. Are we trying to cover all of that ground hey. on top of the question in front of me right now? You got your apron? Let's cook. Uh, well, then we, we got to turn the heat up. Then We got we to cook fast up in here. Yes. How do you deal with your partner's flaws mm -hmm. while at the same time trying to work out your own issues? I'm paraphrasing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So there's a short answer. And then we can go as deep as you want to go. I'm following you. I tell you, I got my, note, I got my notepad out tonight. Let's go. Let's okay. go. <laughs> so the immediate answer the short and simple answer is that you deal with your partner's flaws, shortcomings, missteps with empathy. That really should not be so hard for you to dig in your backpack and pull out because you're going to be giving the same empathy that you yourself need in return. It sounds so simple. It does, but is it probable? Because most people see empathy in the same light as they see unconditional love. It's unattainable. It's it, most people are very cynical. Okay, but I, I'm gonna have to go back to go ahead to the to the intro. <laughs> I, I, I'm not believing in unconditional love. Hey, I'm not. On. I'm not sold on that one. Now, neither am I. Okay, okay, I don't have stock in that <laughs> that idea of unconditional love. But maybe empathy is a word that that doesn't that's hard to sit with or digest. Mm -hmm. And maybe we can use other words. You brought up the word sin. Maybe we can use the word grace. Give me the grace that you want me to give you in return. So maybe grace is a little more digestible. What would happen if black men in general, as a whole, as a group, had more empathy and grace for sisters? What would happen? Yes. What, 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 how would our relationships be affected? Well, I, th I think any time that you're put in a situation um, where you can be fully and authentically who you are, in real life, mm. without the mask, mm. little asterisk, there are times when a mask is politically correct. I, I get it. Code switching. I, I do get that. But in, a, in an intimate relationship, mm -hmm. and I don't necessarily mean your sexual or marital partner, any close relationship. Familial. I mean intimacy like closeness. Mm -hmm. Any close relationship really should have it, it's not even close if it doesn't have space for you to be your authentic self. So imagine how we flourish mm -hmm. and reach our and and walk out our full full potential mm -hmm. when we're given permission to do that. Mm -hmm. So I think if black men were able and I think there are reasons why, you know, sometimes they're not to um to give us the empathy and grace and then we to them in return, um, I think we would flourish. You talk about a movement. You talk about power. I think a lot of us are watered down because we don't feel like we have the permission to be who we truly are. In that little blurb, or maybe, you know, you said it, 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 it sometimes we hide our flaws because we think that it's the flaws that will give a, get, grant us rejection. Mm-hmm. But if we can admit, here's my shortcoming, 
So you can go ahead and be cool with letting me know what yours are, because Disclosure reciprocity, yeah. You know, let's just share in the, you know, imperfection. Mm. Um, that's that's power. Mm. That's power in any relationship, a marital relationship, your your platonic friendships, parent child relationships, professional relationships, all of them. I think people underestimate the power of relation. We're always in relationship, but let me ask you right. this. What exactly is a relational flaw? Something that you bring to the relationship that requires you to work on that may irritate your partner because you may or may not have worked on it. What exactly is a flaw? I you know the as I'm listening to the question the first thing that comes to mind is dishonesty. Boom. I think. Yeah. I mean if I I cannot really build with you if I don't trust you. And dishonesty is directly tied into trust. Right. So I don't think we can have a real relationship or a healthy one if I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. Everything, I think everything comes from that foundation. So dishonesty is the primary. What is the secondary or even the tertiary? Oh, this is a tough pop quiz. 1-800-920-1580. I know you're flawed. When we come forward, more from Dr. Sunshine. She's already cooking. Are you enjoying the meal? Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 15. Human nature. Don't be afraid of your human nature. You're flawed. Yes. But why do we hide our flaws? Is that the root of dishonesty, Dr. Sunshine? Hiding flaws? Yes. Is it the root of dishonesty? Yes. I love your show because <laughs> it, 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 it forces us to be reflective mm-hmm. and insightful. Um, I'm going to have to answer that question with a yes. (laughs) That's why most people lie is to defend themselves. When you look at young children, they lie to protect themselves. Protect themselves from whatever the consequence of the reality is. Maybe protect themselves from their partner's judgment. Well, yeah. Their summation of you will change if they found out. Well, yeah. Come on, talk to us. Well, yeah. Why do we have skeletons in our closet? Lord, a lot of closets. (laughs) (laughs) We have a lot of closets with skeletons? Closets are now cemeteries. (laughs) (laughs) It's the truth for all of us. Yeah, yeah. So what are some other flaws? We were talking about it during the break. What are some other flaws, Dr. Shalanda Crawford? Um... Well, what we were talking about during the break, a break, a big flaw is in the area of expectation, Mm. in the area of expectation. So we were discussing the kinds of expectations, right? Limited expectations, right? Unrealistic expectations, rigid, rigid, Yeah. maybe even too pliable even. And the big thing about expectations is. In a relationship is that expectations often lead to disappointment. Mm. Why? Because we usually can't live up to someone else's idea or expectation Mm. 
mm. um, of who we should be. Like in a relationship. Nor should we. Nor exactly. But but how we align ourselves or or our worldview about what a relationship is mm-hmm. is really predicated on what we saw and what we experienced. Come on. And you got two different people with two different lived experiences. So you're coming in with two different expectations. There's no way I can meet that thing that I, I haven't even been exposed to. I can try. Right. So nine times out of 10, I'm going to miss the mark mm-hmm. and disappoint you. Mm-hmm. Is that an honorable sense, though? This if I was a, really trying? Well, it, that's why I say you have to go now to intent. Yes. Because most people, and most people don't even look at intent. Well, I think intent matters. Most people look at outcome over intent. Listen. Am I lying, though? No, I think you are right. Because for me, the motivation behind the action is almost equally, I have to factor in why you did that. Where was your mind? Premeditated murder is worse. <laughs> Period. Than an accidental homicide Period. or manslaughter. Premeditate. You you went somewhere and thought about this and planned it. <laughs> you intended to go do harm. That's worse. It's worse. But in relationships, that intention is not taken into consideration. It for the be. most part. It should be, but for the most part, it isn't. Yeah, it should be. When you hurt, it makes a difference. If you hurt me, if you hurt me, and I learn that that was blatant or inconsiderate, mm-hmm. it it feels different than the hurt that I'm managing when I know you didn't. You really didn't mm, mean to do you that. You didn't really mean you to really, do it. It still hurts, but it hurts differently. Mm. One more flaw before we go to the phone lines. Okay. So we talked about disappointment that stems from unrealistic expectations. We talked about dishonesty that could stem from self-protection. Mm-hmm. What about insecurity? I, insecurity is another flaw. Yes. I would say it's a flaw. But usually when we come into relationships with insecurity, we're looking for someone to validate us. So I'm going to say that insecurity is rooted in invalidation, not enough validation. Mm. Wh- now this boy, this opens up a can of whoop tail. Okay. Let me just say okay. this. Okay, as long as it ain't mine. <laughs> <laughs> wow, validation. Validation. Which is more important to seek, to cultivate? Internal validation of self or seeking validation from others? I think the validation begins externally at a young age. Mm. Uh, uh, validation maybe maybe but how do you how do you validate yourself instinct uh, some of it you can do instinctively yes some of it you can do instinctively but let's just think about this intuitively for a minute Mm -hmm. and 30 seconds hold on hold that thought oh my goodness we so into this conversation it's so fire do you want to come in here with some of your flaws i know you're afraid to do it but don't be scared (laughs) have the courage to call me 1-800-920-1580 when we come forward more from dr sunshine
fire tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Okay. This is okay. what we do. Tonight's topic, flaws and all. What price are you willing to pay for a relationship with an honorable sinner? Someone who is going to miss the mark. Hmm. We miss the mark all the time. But do we show each other grace? Do we show each other empathy? And when does empathy run out? Is empathy like a Duracell? Is it something that needs to be recharged? Talk to me about the recharging of our empathetic batteries. I think empathy can run out. Run out? I think it can. Wow. I, that's that was a big response, Zoe. <laughs> that was a big response. Wow. I think empathy runs out when whatever the issue is gains an ER on the end of it. Mm, say, say it. Say okay. Empathy runs out. Okay, in this case, it would be an AR. So if you tell me a lie, liar. Okay, you add that on there. Now we have a problem. Now people lie here and there. Mm-hmm. I can work with that because so do I. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll even go so far as you may cheat. We can talk about infidelity. That's a whole another conversation. But you may cheat. Right. Um, we can work through that. Mm-hmm. But when you add on the ER, cheater, empathy runs out. Mm. And it depends on what it is. I like to call them points. Mm. I like to call them. What is a point? A point is that thing that you just have low tolerance for. What about? And a, that looks different in every relationship. What about a chronic trier? Someone who's always trying. You just always trying <laughs> and just never make hitting the mark. Just always trying. Ooh. I think. It's okay. Well, I don't know. I, that that may be the one exception because we're all <laughs> always trying. So you you got me. It would take you to get me. We're all always trying. Mm. I, so I, I'm gonna give you that one. Okay, you can be a trier. You can be a trier. Just don't be a liar. Don't don't <laughs> no. And don't be a trier outer. Don't be trying stuff out. Ooh. Just be a trier. <laughs> don't keep trying it out. So my take on the empathy running out idea okay let's hear it i i i don't think empathy or love or forgiveness or grace or any of those things run can, out can be exhausted mm-hmm. because i i look at how i don't know if whatever word muslims who are listening allah christians god uh, i don't i don't think god set up the laws of physics to not make sense for our lives yeah. So uh, the first law of thermodynamics says energy can never be destroyed. It can only change form. Mm-hmm. So I believe when we're in trying relationships with triers and liars and cheaters, like you say, you add that ER on the end. I believe we lose access to the empathy that we would have for this person. We lose access. It's almost like the key doesn't work anymore to unlock the empathy drawer. Yeah, yeah. So I guess if we if we really take the layers off and look at it in the in the most raw form, yeah, I, I we should continue to have empathy even for the 
ER. Right. I can have empathy when my patience or tolerance runs Mm. out for me. Mm. But I do. But you're right. Empathy is something that we should probably not exhaust because empathy is something that we put perpetually need so how do we from whoever your higher power is boom so how do we recharge it Hmm. how do you tap in and wait let me under let me better understand the question what do you mean how do we recharge empathy see because i don't believe it can be recharged i think we just lose access you're saying it can be exhausted when you're dealing with this type of person well i think the patients can be exhausted but i think if you i don't i don't know if Let me just say, I think it can be recharged. I think it can be quote unquote unquote, unquote, recharged. Mm -hmm. If you can find, I think if you can access your own need for empathy. Come on. Empathize with yourself? Yes. Or empathize with yourself. That's, that's, That's deep. But reflect. And tap into the empathy that you need for yourself. Come on. I think that's a way to dig in and regain access to empathy for anyone outside of you. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Dr. Shalonda Crawford, a.k.a. Dr. Sunshine. We on fire tonight. We got callers on the line. You already know they want to talk to you. Let's get Sean from Reno, Nevada. Hey, Sean. Dr. Sunshine. Hello. Dr. Sunshine, what a wonderful conversation. So, you know, this this sparked something in me as a 55-year-old hmm. uh, that I do to myself all the time. Oh. And I don't know. And by the way, I'm telling you some. I would tell people my age to do this, and I would tell people that are 20-year-olds. I'm 55. I would tell 20-year-olds to do this. I always tell myself. What would you tell your 20-year-old self to do? Mm-hmm, what nice. would you tell your 20 With all that experience I had, all the failures, and by the way, all the failures, because in life you're going to have failures. So just to let everyone know when you're young and everything seems like, oh, I got everything going right or whatever, yes, you do. But you're going to have failures. And a matter of fact, you're going to learn way more from those then you'll learn from your successes and your wins. Because everything nowadays is wins and losses. I get it. Because mm-hmm. I play ball and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But just ask yourself, what, what kind of advice would you give your 20-year-old self? And if you're 20, stop and think <laughs> for a second and say, what would, what would I say to myself right now? That's, that's really hard. That would be the hardest thing in the world. Because I didn't do it when I was 20. But what I'm saying is it's good for us older guys to say, or older women, anybody, to say, hey, young people, you can do this. You can stop. You can chill out for a second and think and say, what would you do in this difficult situation relationship-wise or anything else for that matter, and say, you know what? I'm making a decision right now that's going to affect my next 10 steps. You know, shouldn't I be thinking about this? Now, it's easy for me that it's already made all the mistakes, right, to say that. And you can't just tell people, do this, do that. But what I would say is, 
what would what advice would you give your twenty year old self? So that's kind of my two cents. Well, my brother, we appreciate you. Nice. You brought Reno, Nevada in the building via Oakland, California. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason is on fire. When I come forward, you already know more phone callers are going to talk to Dr. Sunshine. Is it good to you? Good to you. More voice of reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Come forward. I hate being. I hate being human is what the song is called. I hate being flawed, but if you were perfect, there would be no growth. There would be no expansion. What would you do? You'd get bored quite quickly. <laughs> there would be no appreciation. Ooh, here we go. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I'm Dr. Sunshine, right? That's Dr. Sunshine, ladies and gentlemen, for all those who do not know. This is a clinical PsyD, is what she said. PsyD. Just, you know, PsyD. Just out here with the DR. It's, it's, it's cool. <laughs> you know, it's fine. She's here to share her wisdom. And I love the fact that her wisdom includes the spiritual as well yeah. as the clinical. Yeah. That's a big piece, right? That's a yeah, big piece. Especially if you're trying to help people navigate through the chaos that is their lives. Yeah. Um, so I I have the the honor and privilege to co-pastor alongside my husband, Shep Crawford, a church called the Experienced Christian Ministries in South Central Los Angeles. Um, we coin ourselves as the church that is out of the box, but in the word. Huh. Uh -huh. We're like, we're different. Yeah, we're different. <laughs> um, and the church is, um, the vision for the church is, is for the unchurched or for folks that are just tired of church in the traditional way. It's, it's, it's trying to bring an applicable, a mod, a 2023 applicable, you know, message to people. Um, and, and it's a church for people who want relationship because relationship is extremely important. Mm. As you know, your whole show is about relationship and the importance and complexity of relationship. Well, let's get deep. Let's go. Let's, let's get there. I'm going to throw something out. This is not my person. Well, I may, it might be. Okay. I'm throw something out. <laughs> okay. You can't have a relationship with God. Until you heal the relationship with yourself. True or false? Uh, but we're, I think I, I am, I am working towards healing as I am in Come on. my relationship with God. That, as a matter of fact, is what, it's what keeps me so connected. Uh -huh. My, my need for healing is what keeps me so, it's my school teacher. Uh-huh. God would be my school God teacher. God is your school teacher. I like that. Um, I am the imperfect one engaging, constantly interacting with people who are also imperfect. Mm -hmm. I am working towards healing as for a living. I work to heal people. Come on. And, you know, as your caller, Sean, mm -hmm. Sean, Sean said a lot of stuff that 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 was deep. And I'm going to I'm going to you say he gets it. 
he gets it. I'm going to I'm going to reference something he said. He's he talked about the 20s. And what would you say to your person in, in the 20s? I me personally, I don't think I would change my 20 year old person. My 20s, that decade was riddled with pain mm -hmm. and disappointment mm -hmm. and mistakes mm -hmm. and failure he which talked is, about failure i'm gonna do a whole show on the gift of failure which on is April good 30th. right i was gonna say that's good that's a good it's thing it's all good stuff it's a gift right. I, i'm gonna talk about it on my show but mm -hmm. failure and so what those things did for me and i say god allowed me to endure that decade so that i can be an effective therapist mm -hmm. i am a therapist with no judgment seat why <laughs> Because I got too much stuff to be judging anybody. <laughs> so now I'm going to turn everything upside down. Let's go. In my opinion, God is infinite. Yes. So there is no boundary where God ends and you begin. Okay. So what makes you flawed is the aspect of you that believes in the you portion, the ego. Okay. Let me, I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta wrap my mind around Come the on. question because you know Zoe's gonna go in. So I do agree that there is no beginning and ending between myself and God, but I do also believe that I spend my life trying to catch up. Come on, with who I'm He with has you. already created me to be. Come on, but in my imperfected self, my this all this imperfection, all these flaws, flaws mm -hmm. and all. I am still trying to work out that but, which but I, he has made me. I'm I agree with you. But okay. I, I believe. I see the pondering. Let's yes, go. I believe the self I'm talking about is the self that clinical uh, psychology talks about. The ego. Okay. And I believe once you shed that, you come into communion with what's in you already. So let's. Oh, okay. wait, hold on. When we come forward. <laughs> You're we got, wrong for this. <laughs> no, we got time. Wait, you said we got time. Come on, jump back in here. <laughs> okay. That is the most difficult thing for humans to do but is to shed yes. the mm -hmm. ego. It requires such higher vibration. I'm going to use your terms. Dark night of the soul. Come on. It just requires so much more. There's so much stuff that yeah. we have to be able to lay aside. Offload. Um, and and it's not that we can't do it, it's but some impossible. of us some of us have to unpack more than others in order to get to the bottom, the, the last brick in the backpack. Those are the ones that were destined to be great. Oh, if you look at any come great on. person. Come, come on. Any whoever you those of you listening, whoever you a deem as someone great in your life. Look at them, study them, and you will find the suffering. They go hand in hand. The suffering is the fuel for greatness. They go hand in hand. We we must embrace the path, right? Period. And the path isn't easy. Period. So again, if you date in somebody and they're on their path, how can you, while you're on your path, take a a, a break? And go check on them and say, you know what? You're not walking your path right. First off, you're not an authority for my path. 
only I am. Ooh. Yes, it's true. But I'm also I also want to be in a relationship with somebody who can who can. I'm trying to find the right word for you because I think the last time I was on the show, we, <laughs> we went here. It's not validate me, though. I do want a partner that can do that. But I want them to confirm what I already know. That's I don't. Is I, that I, the same thing as seeking validation? Uh. I pause because I don't want to speak too quickly, but I say, yes, it is. God. I say, yes, it is. God is who validates you. It's true. Ooh. It's true. But as long as we're human walking around this beautiful earth that he gave us, we, we, we are subject to this human stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, flaws and all, you know you got them. Listen, when we come forward, I'm going to Battle Creek, Michigan, Austin, come Texas, on, Michigan. Los Angeles, California. The phone lines are on fire. I know we've been talking, but this is what we do when we come together. When we come forward, phone calls and Dr. Shalonda Crawford. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. Tonight's topic, flaws and all. What price are you willing to pay for a relationship with an honorable sinner Someone who seems to just can't get right. <laughs> you remember can't get right from, from life? life. You, you would can't get right. They got flaws, insecurities, fears, uh, just doubt, a anxiety. Yeah. What is that? Anxious attachment? Yeesh. 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 You dating somebody that's flawed. And chances are, if they're flawed, your flaws. Chances. So you don't get to judge their flaws. How many people in a flawed situation that I, like the one I just described, but you can't help but judge? Are you addicted to judgment? <laughs> Are you addicted to discrimination in relationship based off of what you think you deserve? I know these are tough questions. 1-800-920-1580. Do you expect your partner to accept your flaws? Before you have, you ain't even accepted your flaws, but you expect your partner to accept you lock, stock, and barrel. Can you say contradiction, hypocrite? Can you just, 1-800-920-1580, get to your phone line. True or false, mindfulness allows flaws to exist, but not to torment you. How many people practice mindfulness in their relationship? Is mindfulness just another fancy new age word for acceptance of self? 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone lines. Is it okay to point out your partner's flaws? Many people have a hard time dealing with that. Don't you point out mine until you deal with yours. 1-800-920-1580. True or false, a lasting romance is built on flaws. Oh, I know people don't like to look at it that way, but it really is. You guys are managers of flaws. <laughs> you have a whole hotel, a relationship hotel, and y'all are the managers of relationship flawed, and y'all manage those flaws. That's just what it is. 1-800-920-158. Let's get some callers in here. We got Heru Ali, Battle Creek, Michigan. Jump in here. Peace and love to the family nation. Honor Zoe, Andy, the chat, the guy Tavis Smiley, and greetings. 
Dr. Sunshine. Dr. Sunshine. Greetings, Mr. Battle Creek, Michigan. My hometown is Grand Rapids, so I'm I'm glad to hear from you. That's what's up. Grand Valley State. Yes, Come yes. Through. Listen, yes. I, I appreciate y'all allowing me to call in with my flaws and all. And uh, once again, my name is Sir Ali, and I am a, uh, a honorable sinner. Yes, yes. Hi, honorable center. Hi, everybody. Listen, um, maybe about 25, 30 minutes ago, you guys were speaking to intention, and it it hit me. And if you would allow me, with your permission, may I speak to uh, intention? Yes, yes. In relationship? Yes. What I tell my my queens, my my sister wives, is that. my intention is to love you like the top five priorities of a homeless vet, which are, one, hmm. a warm, safe place to lay my head. Two, a hot, warm meal. Three, a hot bath. Four, a clean change of clothes. And five, gainful employment, because I'm not trying to go from homeless to hobosexual I'm going to be the head of household. But here's the question is, can you stand the stench of my past? Hmm. That's heavy. Can you stand the stench of your path? The path that you're of my, on. Of my past. My flaw. Or of your past. Got it. Got it. Of my past. Absolutely. The stench of my, of my past. Absolutely, because, you know. That's a judgment question. That's what that's That's a judgment question. Mm -hmm. And if you got to ask that question, you know, maybe you do have to ask that question, but can you stand the stench of my past? Hmm. Yeah, are you prepared to deal with that? Because there's still a residue of it on me. Well, my immediate answer really sits inside of who you are right now because I feel like I I talked about this I feel like the past has value and the past has is a large contributor to who you are right now so I'm most concerned with that and so yeah I think off the top the answer is yeah but i do think that there are things that are more difficult to tolerate depending on what it is and the and or accept or embrace or you know i i think i think you have to go through it with someone deciding who that is there's there are many things to consider when we're deciding who that is so i think the past can come into play but for the most part, don't we all have a past? I just talked about my the decade of the twenties. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so, so I think my my right away off the cuff answer is, yeah, that's my answer. Because my my past prepared us to meet right now. Yeah, I'm answering without knowing what it is. I'm so I'm speaking in general. Sure, just just re, just rhetorical. Yeah, just, just you know, in in general. Yeah, in general. As as Zoe has taught all of us, you, relationships are a mirror. Yeah, you don't get what you want, you attract who you are. Ah, ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She read the book. You know that man. She read the book. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, y'all cooking tonight. I love it. I love it. I love it. 
And for the last two nights, these topics have been the subjects of what my dreams have been made of. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, good brother. We appreciate you. Peace and love. Battle Creek, Michigan is in the building because of you. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. When we come forward, more from the doctor. She's going to put some sunshine on your mind. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 15. That meets evil. Wow. Well, that's most relationships. Wow. Bad be telling evil that they wrong. And then evil be judging bad for what they, (laughs) you both messed up. That's most relationships, ladies and gentlemen. We on fire tonight. We got calls from all over the country. And L.A. is in the building right now representing. Let me get my brother who's been on the longest. Reggie from Austin, Texas. Get in here, brother, and chime in. Reggie is a great caller. This is going to be good. Okay. Man, I, I think it's really easy to run out of grace if you spend it like it's currency. Um, but... You know, I've I've been put together with a bunch of grace. I mean, a huge amount of grace from the many times that I've fallen. And, um, you know, it's no longer anything that I have. It's not like a a stash of something that I keep. It's something that I am. And so it's hard to to give a – it's hard to have a deficit of who you are. You see what I'm saying? I can can give grace to others because that's really the the most of, of who I am. Um, it's not something that I that I keep. It's something that I am. And so I think the difference of it is is love, man. Have you ever been like authentically loved? I mean, had has someone authentically love you? You know, it's it's uh it's basically like they need it, you have it, and you give it to them. And you're not trying to get anything back from it. You're not trying to leverage it for something else. Mm-hmm. It's just like breathing. Mm-hmm. That's peace. And that's what I want more of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm willing to do the work that's required to be happy one day at a time. And I may not be able to do everything, but I certainly can do something. So I can compare myself today with who I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I'll chip away at my flaws until I'm a better version of myself. I'll never be perfect, but at least I'll be better today than I was yesterday. And that's the best I can do. Okay, I I think that's 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 using the past as a school teacher, but let's just I, I just wanna I wanna jump back there. So, do you feel like you can run out of grace, or you can over dispense grace? Um, I think if the person whittles away at you and you feel yourself being weaker around them, then you probably shouldn't be with them. Mm. So, yeah, that's that's probably how, how I would answer that. So are you saying... Can, uh-huh. I'm sorry. If, if I can feel myself getting stronger around you, and nobody's perfect, right. you know what I'm saying? But if I can feel myself at least get, gaining something from this, this relationship, this friendship, or whatever it is, then, yeah, I'll, I'll you know, expend grace. It's, it's, it's fine. So are you saying that we need to be good stewards over the grace we give? The grace we Absolutely. are? Absolutely. Yeah. You have to be a good steward. Yes. Be a good it's, steward it's, it's and be discerning. It's valuable. Ooh. 
about is valuable. who to give it to, yeah. how much to dispense, and when is what I hear yeah. you saying. Yeah. So Absolutely. I will say this. Anything that is often seen or overdone becomes invisible. So I'm going to agree with you on the notion. I wanted to find out what the intention and motivation was behind it so I could determine whether or not I actually agreed with it. But I do. I think if you dispense it freely at all times to everyone, then it loses its value. Does right. it? Oh, Absolutely well, it does. well, 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 no, 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 it no. doesn't lose its actual value. No, I yeah, disagree. But I think that people have a tendency to have less appreciation for the thing. So let me offer this. Hmm. If we're looking for them to appreciate it, we're looking for something. Uh, that is in, re- in return. You're right. So a lot of times we're giving what we call empathy in a contaminated container. It's the true. container is acknowledge it. <laughs> yes. Acknowledge the empathy. What about unconditional empathy where you don't care how they respond to it? I think right. that's an ideal. What's the caller's name? That's Reggie, Reggie. from Reggie. Austin. You got to say Reggie. Reggie <laughs> from Austin. I did see in the chat, you know, Texas gang, Reg- Reggie. <laughs> Reggie, do you believe do you believe that there is unconditional love? Do you believe that it exists? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, of course it exists. I'm saying we're contaminated by culture, by this toxic society. And all of our relationship concepts and ideas even if they're considered to be lofty are contaminated by transactionalism. By outcome, I got to make sure I get something back. If I'm going to give you love, if I'm going to give you sex, if I'm going to give you time, if I'm going to give you empathy, I have to get something back that is of equal or more value. And this is where the judgment, this is where the ego and all that comes from. The condition comes from. But I don't think it's human nature. Well, I, I always get it back, though. I may not get it back from the person that I gave it to, but I always get it back. It's always mine. Um, it's, I, I mean, I mean, I get it back oh, no. today. I see what you say, but saying. it's always mine. Okay, I, I'm I'm struggling a little bit here. No, I see what he's saying. He, he has it to give. He, he it yes. is him. It is him. Yeah, so it, it is him. It's infinite. This is said. what I'm trying to get to. See, the transactional empathetic piece is really big. I'm I'm stuck on the unconditional part because both you and Reggie from Austin, Texas. <laughs> Reggie! <laughs> you two believe that there is an unconditional love for us to tap into. And I want you to bring me into that because I'm not connecting. Well, first Every off, scenario comes back with a condition in my mind. Okay, so let's use your background. Okay. For okay. most people, they have been... Brought up in a certain kind of environment, Mm -hmm. which molds who they are. Right. Attachment theory, right? Yes. They take this attachment style Mm -hmm. into their adult relationships, where Mm -hmm. typically creates conflict. Mm -hmm. What is that conflict for? What is the conflict for? For? Conflict has a purpose in yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah. No, yes. I'm, I'm I'm pausing to answer that question. Mm-hmm. I think it's the fight for for understanding. 
or to reconcile. Oh, well, okay, you're going back to the clinical part. Yes. yes it's to reconcile the, the things that were unmet That's, at that on. time. I forgot where we were going. Conflict equals growth. Yeah, okay. So what happens when you can step out? Have you ever loved somebody outside of your attachment style? Talk yeah. to yes, yes. <laughs> do you see? This is where that unconditional piece I comes do, from. I do, but I don't, but there's always been a condition. Yeah. In other words, like what you're describing, there I'm always expecting something at some point. Don't right. get me wrong. I I feel like the, I, there have been times in relationships where I have emptied myself. Right. It to in this relationship, I'm going to give you everything I have or know how to give. But at some point, if you're not pouring back, bing, I'm gone. So let me do it this way. What did God expect from us 316 after he gave up his son i i, I mean it is it is the, what, what it is the wonderful example of unconditional love but right? what did he expect back what was the equal payoff wait wait <laughs> <laughs> don't try to stick me up come on biblical thing come on what i'm trying i'm trying what i'm trying <laughs> what i want to do is I'm tapping into the human part of us. I think we can't just hang our hats on the spiritual us because we're stuck in the human body. I mean, even for those of us who follow Christ, it's the only thing that I, I really have a voice to speak on. Even on the cross, Jesus is like, what is going on here? There was some, for even a moment, a little questioning a little just what's happening here yeah, yeah. i think as human mm -hmm. people we strive to be unconditional that's the goal peter yeah walked on water for a little bit until he got his little doubt in there and started to sink and what did jesus say to him right after he put him in the water? Uh, but <laughs> yeah he couldn't get outside of his attachment style but, but show me a human unlike Peter who will occasionally, and Peter is a wonderful example. He's a wonderful example. I had to go there. You, you, it's a wonderful because he was allowed the privilege of a such a huge miracle right alongside Jesus. And he still looked, he still. So are we giving the body too much power? I believe the spirit supersedes the body. What I the don't, body is the vehicle. I agree, but what I want to do is give the body some credence. I think we can't totally wipe it out. Well, because, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't speak in absolutes here. Well, unconditional is absolute. Love, which is beyond the body. Unconditional love. Ooh, unconditional empathy beyond the body. It's not just the software of ideas in our mind. It's a level of consciousness. Well, because love is more than a feeling, I Come can on. begin to meet you. <laughs> oh, I love her. I love her. Reggie, you got something else to say? Reggie. Man, I just appreciate y'all. Reggie, doing, goodbye. Man. No, <laughs> Reggie, goodbye. you have walked yeah. into the room. <laughs> All right, peace. <laughs> hey, man, we appreciate you, Reggie. Austin, Texas is in the building because yes. of Reggie. If you want to bring your city in the building, you know what you got to do. Call me at 1-800-920-1580. Wacky from Los Angeles. Get in here. <laughs> What's up, man? 
What's happening, fam? Zo, my man. Hey, Dr. Sunshine. How hey. you doing, beautiful? What's up, man? That's right. <laughs> hey, I'm enjoying the show, right? But I just got to keep that thing all the way true. Mm. I didn't like the last few callers. They all seem weak to me, oh. man. Not to rag on nobody, <laughs> but uh, all this old failure and flaw, that mentality puts you in a disadvantage. <laughs> I don't believe in flaw and failure because anything I've ever done has been my decision. Mm. So if I take an L on it, right, then I made that decision and I can appreciate and accept that, deal with the consequences and stand tall and continue to walk forward. I like right? that. Yes, I like that. Can Come we, on. Can we appreciate that? I can. Yeah, Come you know, on. Can we appreciate that? It's like this in, as far as relationships, right? Mm -hmm. It's like this. I believe in honesty is the best policy. Uh, if you have a woman, if you're true to yourself, right, and you speak directly to your woman eye to eye, mm. You know, yes. you have that type of relationship. It's like, look, we can't fail if you understand and respect how I get down. Mm. I'm going to accept you for how you get down, and we can cut it off immediately mm. if, if if we don't have that understanding from the gate. Hey, listen, you know, wacky. You cooking yeah, right listening. now. You, you listen, you cooking right now. I'm gonna carry you over, brother. I need to talk to you some more. Yo, when yeah. we come forward, more from my brother Wacky. He yeah. ain't wacky. He dropping some jewels. Yeah. He's got a lot to talk about. He's on fire tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. B L A. Talk 1580. You already know what it is. The voice of reason back in the building with his sister. Yeah. Dr. Shalanda Sunshine Crawford. PhD. PsyD. Give her her love, man. Give her her love. She's been in here cooking with them Emerald Lagasse spices. It's going down, down. We're talking about what's the price you're willing to pay to be in a relationship with a flawed person. And I'm simply saying whether you can afford to be in a relationship with a flawed person or not, you're going to be in a relationship with a flawed person. Period. It's not even about if you can afford it or not because everybody you meet is flawed. Period. I don't care how set up they are in society. Everybody is flawed. 1-800-920-1580. Let's get back to Wacky. Los Angeles, California. We want to get his final thoughts here. Wacky, jump back in here. Oh, yeah, I'm on deck. And again, let me just give a a, a blessing to Dr. Sunshine because she's hey. definitely bringing the glow. Yes, she is. She's Thanks. definitely bringing the glow. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> but uh, I have to disagree with the flawed game y'all pushing, man. The, because, uh, the what game? The, what the game? flaw game. The flaw game. game and the the failure game and everybody's got flaws. That's not my belief system, man, because like I said earlier, if the foundation is truth, right? Now you got that ground laid down because mm -hmm. the truth needs no support. It stands on its own, right? 
after that, then you're in a position to demand respect, right? You don't demand respect if you don't have a truth foundation. Now, respect, after respect comes open dialogue with your significant other. Now we can have honest communication. We can talk to each other. We can grow together. We can build. We can actually build some trust. Uh-huh. So, therefore, if you accept me for who I am up under those conditions, then we're good. And then we can move forward. As far as all that other thing, it's like this. I'm 52. It's too late in the game to try to play and uh, try to raise someone to make them a better person. If you don't have it by now, you don't have it by now. But we all do need uh, a significant other far as, you know, I'm a heterosexual male. Uh, uh, I, I love women. So I love my woman. I, I have a woman. But I'm just saying, it's like this. If, if you're a person who doesn't and you're looking for that uh, female uh, uh, connection and intimacy, well, unfortunately, that's available with protection, of course, on every intersection in any city. If you don't want to deal with the harsh realities of dealing with uh, honesty, because if you have somebody cuffed up under you and y'all trying to build, it, I'm not about to be uncomfortable with somebody that I'm uh, uh, participating uh, with a physical connection with. Because that's uncomfortable. Why would I live my life in that uh, capacity? I'm not a, a kid anymore. Dr. You Sunshine, know, your thoughts? Hold, your hold, hold on a second, Wacky. Yeah. Dr. Sunshine my, wants to I'll say something. Her, I'll, I'll let her No, no, no. That. We'll I'm, let I'm, you. We'll let you, Wacky. No, 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 <laughs> just I'm listen now. Listen. <laughs> voice of reason. Yeah, exactly, brother. Let, let the sister get yeah. it in. So as I listen to you, Wacky, first of all, I think I, well, I can, I can truly appreciate um, this perspective, your perspective and the honesty in it. But um, my question is, do you make mistakes? Have you, have you set out to do something and not been able to do it? Do you make mistakes? And I asked the question because when you we can have an honest conversation and then I can accept that honesty. It's one thing to accept the honesty, but in all honesty, am I accepting your flaws and all? Or are you infallible? Yeah. In other words, are you incapable of being flawed, making mistakes? Well, well, let, let, let me uh, break it down to you in this fashion. Of course, I've made mistakes. However, what? whatever action I did to create that mistake made, it was my decision. And I just made the wrong decision. I accepted it. Right? So it's like it was a perfect mistake. Aren't they so all? I believe in perfection. Because guess what? No, not, not, they're not all because if I would have did it without me making the, the decision to make that mistake. Are you saying you made the decision to make the mistake? That's what he's saying. No, 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 no. My outcome was not to make a mistake. My outcome, that that's what uh, ended up happening. That's what I, I turned right and I turned left. 
Yes. No, no, that's not a flaw. That's not a flaw. That's well, not a flaw. That's well, it was the it inability to make the correct decision out the gate. But he no, doesn't no, describe no, 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 it as no, a flaw. Ah. Oh. No, no, hear me out. It no, was no, an, no, hear, because hear of the no, honesty and, and the no, ability to accept no. that thing no. for what it is. Right. I'm not I'm not rolling with you on that, Dr. Sunshine. Okay. Let me tell you this. Have you ever went hear me out. Have you ever went to a El Pollo Loco and that particular El Pollo Loco the chicken was dry? Yes. yes. As a matter of fact, fact I have. Normally, normally the chicken is always dry. <laughs> No, 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 wait a minute. Let's not get off topic. Okay. The one I usually go to, the one I usually go to is very moist, tender, and juicy. Okay. Now, did I make a mistake or did I trust their brand? I just trusted my decision to make a right instead of a left. And I, but I, I still wanted Pollo Loco. Right? So, but I went to the one and I said, wow, I should have went to the one where unfortunately the whites were being served. I went to one where we were being served and it was dry. Oh. Right? So that wasn't that wasn't a, a premeditated flaw. I just made the decision to go right and I got the wrong one. Guess what? I accepted it, took a bite and threw it out the window. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Wacky, we got to push forward. I'm so brother. happy he called. But Wacky, man, Much come love. on. <laughs> Much love, y'all. Hey, 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 so, before you, before you hang up on me, so let me just give you all props and, and, and give congrats to your son, New. You yes. Know, cause, uh, from my understanding, he, he, he went to a, a, another professional league. Yes, he right? did. I, you know, I called him the New Truth. I called him the New Truth, but I'm not trying to disrespect Paul Pierce. But I know Paul Pierce respect Inglewood folks. Exactly. And I know your location. Yes, right? sir. So it's all much love to you, homie. Thank and you, I brother. You. I'm a long time follower. I'm big wacky, but keep in mind, my real name is Travis. You know me. I we know talk. you, Travis. It's we, all good. Yeah, but I'm big wacky. I got several names. Hey, but man, I'm I, big wacky. But I appreciate yeah. you, man. You call it's it any time, dog. Please. <laughs> you know it. Oh, big wacky came in here and said, listen here. Uh, I'm so you happy. go to El Pollo Loco and, and get some dry right. chicken. I made the choice <laughs> to make a left instead of a right. Why? When we come forward, I'm so glad. I love it. <laughs> yeah. We going to Pensacola, Florida. We going to South Central. We got folks on the line that want to talk to Doctor Sunshine. <laughs> okay. Is it good to you? Good to you. More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Accept me, flaws and all. It's easy to accept Beyonce flaws. <laughs> the Voice of Reason back in the building, KBLA Talk 1580, in here with my sister, Dr. Sunshine herself. We turned up. This show has been absolutely hot monkey lava. Yes. This is a different kind of lava that involves monkeys. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's been on fire all the way through. I love it. The callers are cranked up. Let me go over to Pensacola, Florida. In Zynga. Uh, in Zynga is one of our favorites. Let's get in Zynga in here. Come on. Hey, Zynga. Good evening, Hey, Hey! I'm good. Hey. Thank you for calling in, and Zynga. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, the I want to say something about, I guess, the title of the show. Are you willing to pay for a relationship with an honorable sinner? 
I think sinning, that's subjective, objective, uh, because sometimes sinning could be feeding your whole family. So I guess it's just how you look at that. Um, you know, from where I come from, I come from a big, rich town. I just come from the poorest part. Come on. And a lot of people sin, a lot of people sin, you know, the guys that I grew up with, you know, they were hunted by the police and they had to send to feed their family. So I guess I didn't always look at it as a bad thing. They had to do, you know, what they had to do. Biggie talked about it too. Um, but as far as like the grace part, I think sometimes when you give grace or you're forgiving, I think people sometimes mess up and then expect it from you. Mm-hmm. So they, there's like a big expectation of grace. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been accused of being giving too much grace or being too forgiving sometimes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people know that not they could do little things, but you'll always just give them that grace and give them that forgiveness. So and then sometimes it does run out. I think mm-hmm. it can run out. Come on, Nzinga, we love you, girl. Dr. Crawford got to say she want to talk to you now. You know, Dr. Crawford is feeling that, (laughs) and I know that (laughs) Zoe is likely not feeling that. Because I I agree with her in that, yeah, what's often, what's often, I always say what's often seen, becomes invisible but i think if you if you get it you take advantage of it it's like we wake up every day and the water is running Mm -hmm. and so you don't realize how much of a privilege toothpaste and water is until you go to parts of africa where there is none Mm -hmm. that's what happened to me i was taking running water for granted right so i think if you're Mm -hmm. dispensing grace so I don't want to say freely because you should, but I think there are people who can take grace for granted. So how much would you charge for your grace? Uh... I see how you do it. <laughs> I'm just saying. And Zinga, what is the cost of grace? <laughs> yes. uh, that's the question. And But I do, I do feel mm-hmm. like sin is sin. I think we can justify why we sin, but I don't think it changes mm-hmm. the definition of sin. Right? Right, because you could say... Yes, that person had to do whatever he had to do to take care of his family. But if he broke the law, he missed the mark. He could have went another route. It may have taken longer to pay him out. He didn't necessarily have to choose Mm -hmm. that or she didn't necessarily have to choose that route. And really, you put your family in harm's way based on the risk involved in the the quick payout of whatever it is you were doing when you were hustling. Right. But 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 what there are. But that's the forest of the trees. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. But that's what I'm saying. To see it from a bi-directional lens, it's not either or. It's both. Yeah, because I do think that there are instances, to to Nzinga's point, where you may feel justified in doing this. This is what I need to do in order for my family to eat tonight. Right. But it still doesn't change the fact. Right. Especially if you harm someone else in the act. Of feeding your family. Well, yeah. 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 I, I agree with that. But Zynga, what is the cost of grace? How much do you charge? Normally nothing. The expectation is that, you know, change behavior, but that's not always the case. <laughs> well, the dollar's about to crash. You better start charging gold ingots. <laughs> <laughs> That's your own personal currency. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
Thank you, Dr. Sunshine. Oh, thank you. You're wonderful. We love you, Nzinga. Thank you. Good night. She brought Pensacola, Florida in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, can you? Is Ah. is there enough time? I don't think so. (laughs) JW, last caller of the night, South Central LA. Let's get it. Hey, my brother, I always say I'm blessed and highly favored in spite of myself. And that's what taught me grace. Hmm. Now, in reference to that, uh, my ex-wife, I realized you can't change nobody. So you have to accept people as they are, and you have to make sure they who you want them to be. And though I comprehend you got to become the person that you want to get. So I, I get that. But in reference to uh, what I stated, it's a process that I had to go through with time to come to that conclusion. And I realize that I'm not perfect because of the fact that no human being can be perfect other than Jesus Christ. And we're striving for perfection. And this is why I can extend grace to anybody else, because I know that I am imperfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you just summed it up right there. Yeah. That part right there. That part right there. <laughs> I love J.W., that part right there. J.W., we appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much, man. This was deep. I think so. This was deep. The the voice of reason is always uh, challenging. It has to be. It's always challenging. It it has to be if we're going to feed ourselves with the conversations we have. Keyword enlightening. Oh. Which is a wonderful ingredient. Sometimes it's salty, sometimes it's sweet, and tonight it was spicy. Listen, I love having the women of KPLA talk yeah. 1580 on my show. Today it was you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, who's coming up? On Thursday, it's going to be Dr. Jashana Johnson. I'm through, Jashana Johnson. And, and, and I love just opening up this platform to have these kinds of conversations because people think therapy and psychology and psychiatry Mm -hmm. and all this stuff Mm -hmm. is real so technical and so clinical and they're afraid to expose themselves but there are some sisters out there with some spiritual heft Mm -hmm. that co-mingle this and and really open up in ways that just normal clinicians can't do yeah yeah psychology and therapy is actually practical it no doubt it should be yeah It should be. I love it. Real quick, here are some flaws. 20 common flaws in relationship insecurity. Committing too quickly. Taking too long to commit to a relationship. Bad communication skills. Secrecy. Jealousy. Being an attention hog. An unhealthy picture of codependence. Getting bored with the relationship easily. Excessive stimulant use, like drinking or smoking or vaping. It's all kinds of things. Indulging oneself in too many vices. It's a lot of stuff. I'm not going to read them all. However, we started the conversation. It's your job to finish it. (laughs) My brother Danny Morrison is up next. He's going to keep the fire lit. The voice of reason did its thing. Now you do yours.
KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.